you want? I said, I need to feel pain. I need to release. Mm-hmm. See, I got some notes for your ass today. You better not. I got some notes for your motherfucking ass. You have ass. notes for me? I do questions. First of all, I left my book. On the way here, I left my book to like with the questions. Are we recording right now? We are. <laughs> no way. You was so... Set your ass up. <laughs> Them cookies Christian. look good, too. Yeah. Well, um, get your last cookie in. What's going on, y'all? My name is Kirk Valentino. <clears throat> <laughs> Playtime is over, motherfuckers. <laughs> you ain't never heard no shit like this in your you life. You think it's a game? You, you think, think it's this a is some type of game, game bitch? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? I'm Kirk Valentino. Welcome to Playtime is Over. This is Belange. Hey, and this is Cassie. Cassie, listen, I'm going to need you to not be in your motherfucking phone. I got some notes for your ass today, and I need you to be ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what's so funny is I'm here. First of all, we're late as fuck. Super, super um, technical difficulties, but it's okay because you know what? You know what happens in life when shit like that happens? You persevere. We are here. Persevere. Okay, so boom. Episode three. I wanted to bring Cassie back because, well, if you haven't listened to episode two, I implore you. Episode two was cute. Like, episode two was cute. It was really cute. And she really got into the origin of how she ended up in the club and how that happened. So if you didn't listen to episode two, I would go back and then come back to this one because it would just make more sense. It would be more cohesive. But hey, if you, you want to do what you want to do, hey, that's on you. But I did want to bring you back because I feel like we didn't really get into the details like how I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um. So me and my co-host over here, Falange, we got some notes for your ass. So you you better be you better be ready. So episode two, highly recommended. Highly recommended <clears throat> for y'all asses. Mm-hmm. Um, now my first question, you got your questions ready? Mm-hmm. We gonna we gonna go back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> back and forth. Back and forth. So my first question was, you know, like I. A lot of like people that have been in that lifestyle usually be like, oh, because I'm from the streets. Like, I'm from the streets. I live that life. <clears throat> Would you say that you are from the streets? Like, is that something like, how do you feel about that terminology? No, I'm not from the streets. I'm from the suburbs. Um, but being that you actually lived that life and you were doing that for some time, do you consider, like, what do you consider that? Like, I just consider that I'm still from the suburbs. You can tell the difference, like, in that lifestyle when I would talk. Like, they they could tell, like, yeah, she she's not from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions? We're going to jump right into it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> let me see. What questions should I ask first? Um, all right, I'm going to ask this one. So do you feel like this part, excuse me, do you feel like this part of your life opened doors for you? And if so, what ways? Yes, definitely. Um, I feel like it made me more confident. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, just overall um, interacting with like different people, like, because, you know, being from the suburbs, you are kind of like, I don't know. You think the world is like perfect and <laughs> it really isn't. And then when you're in that world, you see like it's really different. And then when you meet all the different walks of life in that world, you're like, wow, like eh, this is a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Hoes be fake. So have you ever had to like beat a bitch ass or have you ever got your ass beat? And it's OK if you did. We're not judging. But did you get your ass beat in the club because maybe you was messing with a bitch money or maybe a bitch was messing with your money and you had to whoop her ass? I never. Never got your ass never. beat? Never. No, I don't play that. Like, <laughs> no. They, so you yeah. ever, have you had to whoop somebody's ass? Never. So what was like the craziest, like what was the craziest thing that's happened to you in that like has ha- or it might not have been to you just has happened like what was the craziest thing you would say witness because I know like the craziest sometimes okay. I've seen videos where people it's like shootings in the club so what's the craziest so the a month in um, dancing I would say 
when we were just dancing. I didn't even know what was going on. I'm like dancing and I couldn't hear anything, but the security ran inside and said they are shooting up outside. So everybody in the club like stopped. They stopped the music. Everybody was running. Um, the person I was dancing for, he like pulled me down to the floor and I'm laying on the floor. He's trying to shield me. But we had bulletproof, like I said, glass. So of course the bullets hit the glass, but it never came through. But that was really scary because then the police came and I mean, when we went outside, when we were able to leave, there was bodies. Oh shit. So that made me, but you know, and actually like where my car was parked, it was a lot of cars where the bullets went in. So, you know, of course that's part of the crime scene, but my car was like right there and nothing happened to my car. And I was very, very happy about that. But that was one of the scariest nights for me because I never, you know, witnessed that. And it was all because they had put this guy out the club because he was touching a girl on stage. And he just, he came back with his boys and he was shooting up. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the security outside was shooting back and they wind up, it was three guys. They wind up killing two. The security? Yeah, killing two of the guys that came back shooting. And and then it was like one I think one guy had got shot or something had a getaway car I'm not sure um, but I, they said he had died on 285 on the mm. way to the hospital oh wow so like so in the parking lot yeah <laughs> it's like you see bodies and you're what the fuck yeah it made me feel like um, for a couple of weeks I went I didn't want to go back mm-hmm. because I was just like yeah what if that happens again they're like that norm- that normally doesn't happen I'm like what we <laughs> in the hood I'm just like I don't know but. Needless to say, I wind up going back. I don't want to go too deep into it or whatever, but it was, no, get deep. Let's get into. No, let's I can't really go too deep. But it was somebody that was um, one of the guys that died. Was like his father was like well known. Oh yeah, here. okay. Don't get don't yeah, get deep so into that. That was that definitely was an issue. Oh wow. So did they ever come back because he died? So was it like? Oh, beef? I mean, that part I don't know because, like I said, like. They'll talk, but I, I I try not to get into that. Like talk mm-hmm. with all that. Like I come, I make my money, and I pretty much just leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that for you. Yeah, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money's the motive. Um, my next question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you also mentioned in the last episode that you were sober, yeah, the whole time, like your whole that whole career. So, um, what were some ways that like have you ever felt the need to like? try to calm down in another way or um, was there like a another remedy to like help you loosen up before you get on stage? Um, no remedies, no common, no pill popping, none of that. Like, so nothing. I was completely sober. Um, I think it was more like when I would look at the girls and they were like doing all these drugs just to go dance. I'm just like, really? Like, it, it isn't, me being new, I just kind of felt like, does it take that much just to dance? Like, And I felt like they were doing all that because um, they were trying to mask some type of pain. Mm-hmm. And so, and they were from the streets. So being that I'm from the suburbs, it was a little different for me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, I felt like if I couldn't do it sober, I can't do it at all because I wouldn't know my true self. Mm-hmm. So it, it was always sober. So you, what kind of drugs were they? Were they doing like Coke? Everything. Everything. I would see everything. Oh my God! So they would just take a quick bump, like before they everything. went. Everything. Wow! And did anybody ever offer you anything? Um, yeah. And I'll be like, nah. They'd be like, oh, you square? I'm just like, I'm a secret to be a square. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's that. You have to really be a certain type of person because I feel like most people after a while would give in and just be like, that's self control. Mm-hmm. On another level, like after being there for a while, you be like, let me just try it. You know? Yeah. Like I always right. wondered what a, a coke high would be like. Not to say I would try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not to say I wonder to that capacity where I'm gonna go try it. Right. Cause I like you know I'm I'm not really a druggie, right. but I just always want like people really be and then it's so fucking expensive. Like I have a friend that did coke, and she was telling me she like yeah yeah da, da. so I was like so how much is it? And she was like well it was just one fifty. 150 for for a rock for a little small no bag. not crack a little small <laughs> bag this like, big oh the little little baggies. the little small baggies yeah. 150 bitch it are you even f- worth it that's why the, the fucking drug dealers be so rich 150 <laughs> are you fucking mm. kidding me I said well not the, if I was if I really wasn't interested before I'm really not interested now nobody got time for that because imagine being addicted to that shit that's a rich person drug yes for thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, the same. Yeah, right. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, so 
another question I have for you is, what did you, how did your mom feel about this? Like, um, did she was she mad in the beginning, and then after a while was she just like, all right, I kind of see some money coming in. I ain't mad at it. Like, what was she saying? Like, or did she know? Did you even tell her? So my mom, yeah, I definitely told my mom. Um, she was at first. She was mad. She was just like, you need to be careful, but you're gonna do what you want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm her daring child, as she says. But um, yeah, I mean, she was mad. But then after I started making that money, <laughs> she was asking, "I need you to. Um, can you send me?" So yeah, when she realized, like, oh, okay, she said, "Oh shit, now hold on, she <laughs> might be going to something." That's like in P Valley when the mom was like super religious, and then like. Yeah. After a while, she just yeah. My was mother like, is religious. She was pimping her daughter out when she was younger. Was she? Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched it in a while. I need to watch P Valley. <laughs> it's telling some stories. It's it's so, a good it's a good. I actually have a question that kind of backtracks that question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. So in the last episode, you said you had a daughter. Yes. And I don't like bringing kids into stuff, mm-hmm. but um, based off of your experience. If she wanted to go down the same path, how would you react to it? I, that's my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all thinking I'm like, okay. Um, I would um, just, I, I wouldn't said want her to. God but forbid, not going to Yeah, like, and she's cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Um, but I would tell her, like, I would just tell her, like, how I handle myself in there. You know what I'm saying? And how she would have to handle herself. I mean, because, I mean... I really, if I say no, you can't do it. You know, when you tell kids that they want to do it, yeah. So more, yeah. (laughs) So I would just tell her, this is what you got to do. But I know she probably, that's not. She thinks it's cool that she has a mom that danced, (laughs) but she don't want to do it. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And so was that something that you used to think about, like? What if she knew, or am I going to influence her? Was that something that used to cross your mind? Yeah, like I kept it a secret. That's probably why they call me secret. But um, I kept it a secret for a long time because I was like, I wasn't embarrassed, but I just didn't want her to do that. Like I felt like I just, I, I didn't want her to wind up getting like a pimp or something. And um, she's, you know, or whatever. I just, I really didn't want her to do it. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to work at night. And she's like, okay. I'm like <laughs> sending her over her auntie's house and I'm going to work all night, you know? So, so whatever happened to the girl that recruited you? If And this is a reference back to episode two, ladies and gentlemen. Um, whatever happened to the girl? Did you ever see her I again? I saw her a couple times, but then I didn't see her much. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, um, they owe her a check you brought her she brought you into that club you making all that money for them like what do you have for us um Falange aka Tony Braxton oh okay alright hold on hold on hold on let me check that out alright um oh have you ever seen a customer or like a regular outside the club and if yes. you did like was it awkward was it like a hey was it like a hug or was, were they with their wives <laughs> Yes, I have seen a couple of people, some of my clients outside. Some of them were, of course, married or whatever. Um, Actually, some of the daddies went to my daughter, like their kids went to my daughter's school. And they're like, oh, your mom, my dad said your mom is, and she'd be like, oh, shit. And I'd be like, they're lying. (laughs) But, yeah. I mean, it didn't feel awkward to me. First of all, like how the kids, like, what the fuck? Because what were you, are you telling the kids that you were at the strip club? Right. Or are they just listening in? Like, what the fuck? Um, now, that part... I, I know you know. don't know. I don't but, know, but my daughter know, would say, part. Mom, like, he said his dad has seen you, like, at the club and stuff like that. She would say that to me, and I was just like... At what age? Um, she, she was 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I would be like, uh... No, like that was that's not me. That was not me. me. They probably saw me at you know, but nah, doing what? And she's like dancing, and I'm like, no, yeah. It's like, no. I love that for you. So, um, I want to get back into. Oh fuck! I'm smacking my lips again. That's a thing that I'm trying to like stop doing. I don't know if y'all hear it when y'all listen to the show. So let me. So I'm gonna shout out. I have a barber, right? Super super dope barber. He listens to the show. And I wanted his honest critique. You know what I mean? And um, I wanted a different perspective because I'm around women all day. Like, I'm around women all the time. So I wanted a man's perspective of the show. And he listened, and he's like, 
why do you keep smacking your lips? <laughs> and I was fucking cackling because I'm around girls all day and they're probably like, oh, he's gay, it's cute. Or maybe they don't even notice. They're not even thinking about it, yeah. but he's from a different environment. So he's like, why you keep smacking? He, he's noticing that. And I'm and I'm listening back to it. And I'm like, fuck, I keep smacking my lips. That's so ugly. So I just noticed I did it. I'm trying to check that. But anyway, now that I pointed it out, now everyone's going to fucking hear it. Dang, I should have never said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but um boom so let me this is another reference back to episode two let me ask you this i want you to get more into the director like y'all were together for how how long were y'all together for like two years for two years what was this the what was his sign a sagittarius oh aries and a sag so y'all was Ow. getting it popping so y'all was fucking fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, can you get more into that? Like, okay, they had you interacting with all these celebrities, you were doing hair on, said they were obsessed with you. Yes. So give me more insight on that relationship and how did it start, how did it end, what were the peaks, what were the... Get get more into that. Um, well, it started with... Them being obsessed them with Them being obsessed with me, mm-hmm. like, seeing me in there and being super obsessed. And... um. It was kind of intriguing, but I was kind of nervous too because I was like, you know, I just gotta be careful because, like, when I'm in the when I'm in the back and I'm getting ready, you know, with the other girls, I hear all kind of stories, like they're saying all kind of they're saying all kind of things and stuff like that. So, um, I just was like, okay, is this person crazy? Like, who is this person? Were they saying stories about the, the about dudes in the club? Oh, just regular dudes in. Yeah, because that was one of the things that um, the owner did say. He was like, um, and you don't want to go outside. Like, which, when you in here, you good. But when you outside and you take the the client, he would say the customer outside, you on your own. Mm-hmm. So that was like, for me, that was kind of like, yeah, at your own risk. Yeah. That's what it meant to me. So with so you were a little leery yeah a little about, bit yeah because I didn't understand like why was that person so obsessed but needless to say they were yeah ended up together they were putting you on in positions to make money with these different celebrities can you get into what celebrities you work with or you don't want to get into that um yeah I don't want if I get it I don't want to get you don't want to get because I don't want to disclose let's just say the director um was the one that really like put me on they were like hey look <laughs> you need to you need to find your niche your niche what for me observe observing you like on the stage your niche is this and you need to worry about you do you remember what do you remember what they were saying um your niche was what was your niche just like really sexy like you you have a way of touching people like very listening sensual. very oh, sensual yes. yeah mm-hmm. like i can hear that in your voice yeah. too like you just have like a natural like yeah. like a sexy like, like a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you have any more questions um I have one more mm-hmm. um do you still carry certain things you learned in the club with you every day like in your everyday life fuck that's another one of my questions I, yeah so <laughs> this is what I want to say alright so now like up until 2022 today like right now what's today December 14th how can you say that that has infect, uh, not infected affected how you move like to this day um well I think it's show me who I am cause I've always been like in re- when I'm in relationships I've always been like guys would tell me like oh the way you touch me like the way you sound, like they, I miss hearing your voice on the phone or whatever, like just how I am. I think it just enhanced who I was because they would always say like I was sexy and I was just like, well, I want to be called pretty. Like I, I want to mm-hmm. be pretty. I don't just want to be sexy. And they're like, no, it's just something about you. Like you can't forget you. Like, so I think now um, in my adult years, um, I've embraced that. And I mean, that's just who I am. And it's just natural. Like I don't be sitting here trying to pretend. Like when I do, pre- like if I do sh- like act like it, it looks all crazy. But when I'm just myself, then it looks more natural. It's like, yeah, really? You like that? So it, <laughs> it allowed you to tap into like your inner like sensuality, you would say? Yeah. So no longer was I looking for I want to be called pretty. It was just more like I know like I go out with a whole bunch of bitches. I'm going to be the sexy bitch. And I don't give a fuck if it is like a pretty bitch that pulls whatever. <laughs> 
bitch, I'll take your man. And I don't even got to say nothing. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel like you're more, like, self-aware? Like, especially, like, your surroundings or, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. I could say that from being around her for a while. She's very aware of her surroundings. Because she be looking. I be like, how did you even I'm notice looking. that? Like, Because we have two eyes and we need to see that. Like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I love that for you. When was the last time you heard from the director? Um... Like five and a half years ago. Oh wow! So y'all don't keep in touch or anything like that. No, we did for a while because they had an attachment to my child. Oh okay. But yeah, no. After a while, it was just like all right, especially once like they get a little older. Okay, so. And they were like a lot older than me too. They were. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say the age difference? It was like. I want to say about 15 years different. So. So you like them older. Well, they didn't look old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then I think I was more, it wasn't like that I liked them old. I just liked the fact that they were established. And then like just saying, hey, when someone, I would get like a message and it'd be like, someone's was coming through, but I told them they better ask for you. You know what I'm saying? And they come through the club and I'm just, they're like, we want to dance. We're looking for this. And they, the DJ will call me over there and I'm dancing with Gucci or, you know, whoever's in there and I'm making my money. So I did. I love that part of it. I love that. That's what I was saying before. Like if we dating and you can put me in a position to make some money, like I feel like you're adding value to me. Like we talk to like niggas or women all the time and it's like you're not really doing nothing for me you stressing me the fuck out you know like but for you to put some even if we going through things for you to make my life easy on that end of the spectrum I can't be mad at that and I love that it comes without the insecurity because guys tend to be like you know when they first meet you they see how you look they Mm -hmm. see how beautiful sexy you are whatever the case may be but when you're together with him after a while he tends to be like, oh, who you going, All of a who, who you going mm-hmm. out to look like that for? Mm-hmm. Not me. I'm not yeah. going with you. So it never gave that. <laughs> never. It, he never. They never cared. They just, they always wanted me to look really good. Like when we would go to like different little spots, I was, yeah. They loved that. Like get, give them that wild secret. Like, <laughs> you know. Hyping you up and Hyping shit. me up. I was hyped. That's dope. So when would you say like, why did you leave? Like you were making good money. You would, wait, before we get into why you left, there's another story you were telling me, but you didn't fully tell me. I don't know if you want to talk about it. Somebody died. Who died? Oh, um, one of the girls I worked with. Did you want to get, do you want to get into that? Um, not too much detail about that because, you know, I don't know if that was like a thing, but yeah, I remember, um, the last day that I saw her, I remember her coming in there and being like, um, come here, secret. You gonna dance with me? And I'm just so like, y'all were friends, friends, you know, or just well, like we would, we just would acquaintances. Say, yeah, so like I would say out of that in that era, I only had like three really good like best girlfriends in there that we just linked. But they was from up north they, or Cali, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. weren't from the south. And then it was girls in there would be like, "Hey, secret." I would say, "Hey, too, are you look cute?" or whatever the case may be. But um, she was a day shift girl. And I would always, so when it's switching time and I'm coming in, she's leaving. She was like, yo, pretty ass. She would always say that. So um, that last day I saw her, she just was like, so like just wasted. Mm. And I was like, she asked me to dance for her. So I was like, girl, and she's like, yeah, I made some money. I want you to dance for me. So I danced for her and all this stuff. And um she was like, I'm going to miss you. She was just talking really weird. What I'm the just, fuck? I'm like, I didn't even think nothing about it. She hugged me and she was like, you going to do good in this um, in this industry? She was just like, but don't stay in it long. You shouldn't, you shouldn't get caught up. And I like the fact that you never, you're just so aware. And I'm like, yeah, because I just, you can't be fucked up in that world. You can't. Like, that's why you can't use things to like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I don't know if they were using like or doing all that stuff just to, so they could be more flexible. I don't know. I don't know what it was, right? But when you say that. Are you saying like drugs? Yeah, like using all that stuff, like not being sober. So I don't know uh-huh. why they were all like so high on whatever, whatever. It was. I know it's painful, but when you have like I had goals. I had a whole little tablet where I wrote down like all my goals. Like I cleaned up my credit. Like I wrote down what I made. 
every night I wrote down what I wanted to make and I wrote down what I would bring in. So it got to the point where I was bringing in over $10,000 a month. That's when so, that ac- the accounting comes in. Yeah. You were, if y'all so, go back to episode two, she was an accountant. And that's something the director taught me. They were like, you know, instead of like worrying about that, just set your goals. Like, what what are you there for? And I was like, you know, you're right. Like, it's what, not what even about like trying to figure out like why they keep dancing her and she ain't doing it. And it's not even about that. They would walk around there saying like they ain't make no money and stuff like that. And I'll be like, they're like, it was so. I only made two hundred dollars and. I'm like, shit, I got like six. And I would be like, yeah, but I, I I wouldn't, for me, and I didn't know back in the day, when they would say it was slow, and I'd be like, really? I never would say, yes, it was slow for me. Because I yeah. felt like if I lied on me, I'm going to make my money slow. But I didn't know right. that's why, that's called like manifesting. I didn't know that's right. what I was doing back in the day. So I was always like, really? Oh, wow, it's going to get better. But I knew, like, my money, <laughs> I'm at home counting my money. I'm talking to my girlfriends on the phone, and they're like, girl, I already made this. And I'm like, oh, well, I made this. They're like, bitch, what did you do? We was there the same amount of hours. It's just like my talk game and, you know, the way I am with these guys, like, they would, be, they would tip me mm-hmm. because I have a very good memory. So if they told me something, I could always, um, when I saw them again, ask them if they actually um, solved that issue. <laughs> so... That was one thing I could, I was really good at. And I always, I always say, you smell so good. And just, you know what? You ain't even got to dance. Just, just touch me right here on my back and just run your fingers. And then I'm giving them a whole massage and at the bar or whatever, or just like, just listening to them in VIP and I'm just loving it. But I know I went off topic, but back to the girl, cause she was nice. Um, after I did all that, I probably danced for her for like 30 minutes. She left and then I, it was probably like two or three days later, and I remember seeing something on the news, but I was just like, oh, they crazy. I'm like, I'm just really going to the hood when I, where I work at, right? So I get back in, and they're like, girl, did you hear about so-and-so? And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, girl, it was all over the news. And then they was telling me what happened, and I was like, really devastated. I kind of like dampered my night. And I was like, really? I was like, I just, she just danced and she hugged me and she, and I thought about what she said and I'm like, it's like she already knew. Yeah. Um, Always hear those stories about people. That it's like they kind of know it's coming. So, but she didn't know. You know, she knew, but she didn't know. Okay, yeah. so that was like, it wasn't something where she did that herself. No, it was where, you know, because she was, she was known for doing what she does and mm-hmm. I don't, you know. But um, it was... It was like she did what she did, and it just went bad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Damn. I mean, I heard, it was a lot of stories. I mean, it was a lot of girls. If we had, I, I kind of wish, like, um, in that world, we had, like, a, a yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. A, or stripper, a, a, a stripper yearbook, right? That sounds um, fire yeah, as fuck. but then I could look on there, and then I could just, like, see, because it was so, I, I just, I mean, it was so many things. It was, it was at one point where this mother came in, and she was from Jersey, and she said she was, I remember seeing the girl, but she was, like, they hadn't talked to her in weeks. They never found her. And I don't ever know. I don't know what happened. And they just she just posted a flyer. She went missing, and they just never found her. Wait, oh. your friend or the mother? The mo- no, the mother came in with the daughter on the flyer, and she was like, "Have y'all seen this? Have y'all seen my daughter?" Oh. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, you know, I was like, I remember her, but I hadn't seen her in weeks, and she was they hadn't heard from her in weeks, and I don't know if they ever found her." Jesus Christ. That's a it's a really dangerous lifestyle. So just to hear like I always hear like a lot of these kinds of stories where it goes wrong. So just to see like you come out on the other side mm-hmm. and just like do your thing. Um I had another question for you. Oh, so what was one of the craziest stories that you've heard? Do you remember cuz I know you used to hear all types of things. What was something that you was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, yeah, um, I don't want to go too much in that, but um, yeah, just one of the girls in there, um, it was two girls in there, and they did what they did, and one of the girls got jealous, and, you know, about it, I don't understand, but was all, like, up in there, came back to work, that's what that, that's what I heard, they got jealous, she got jealous, they got into a fight, 
she came back to work. She's working. And the police came right in and grabbed that ass off the stage, basically. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah. They grabbed her off the stage. Yeah, and they said, and that from what I heard, it was like, it was a murder or something. And we never saw her again. And I, I, I was, and the other girl wasn't there no more. Oh, wow. Wow. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Boom. So, fast forward to you leaving. Mm -hmm. Before we get to you leaving, do you feel like there's any other thing you wanted to get into, like, before you left? Because I do want to get into that story. I love that story about you leaving. Um, um. You want me to go up into the point where I was like, like, what, why did you leave? You were making I good mean, money. I mean, I was making. I was actually. I was, I was obsessed with it. I was doing like, like four days, taking two days off. But I literally felt like. Oh, um, Here the phone ring. I literally felt like I missed um, a lot of my daughter's life, like mm -hmm. her younger years, because I was so obsessed with that money. I was make. I was. They knew me at the bank. Like, I'm bringing these ones. I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting tables. And they're looking at me like, yeah, whatever, bitch. Just bringing ones in there. But no, um, I was so obsessed. I was addicted. It was like, if I didn't go, I felt like, oh, shit, I missed something. Um, mm. So you would go in every day and bring your, your ones in? Or would you go like... I would go to the week? bank almost every day, almost. Mm. Every other day. Um, there, yeah, and I was going to say... I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> no, all right. So you you said you were obsessed with the money. Yeah. You wanted to spend more time with your child, and you decided like, okay, I guess that's when you made the decision. Like, I'm gonna leave because you said before you were feeling like you were missing something if you didn't. Oh yeah, no, I made the decision to leave. Well, I wanted to buy a house, so there was this house I saw. I was like, yeah, I want to get this house because like I pretty much had cleaned out my credit. I had money in the bank, so. um when I went to get the house, they said I had needed a down payment. So I was like, okay, and they told me what I needed. And I was like, okay, well, if I give that, I was like, I don't know, I just was obsessed. My birthday was coming up, so I basically was like, I get that amount of money. I was just saying, like, that my little prayer, I promise God I'm gonna stop dancing. So I went in there and it was like- Do you wanna say how much the money was? Cause it was a big amount. I, got a big, I made a big amount that night. Okay. Yeah. So I was in there probably for like three hours. I probably made, I know I, I probably made over six grand in three hours, but Woo! it was like in three hours, it was like so, my, the director had that so many Let him know that ass Basically, fat. I was just saying, no, it's not even that. Like, it's like they, it was so much money. Like all of the girls in there was like, bitch. This fucking club is packed. Everybody I know that night made money. Everybody that was on my on my set, they probably was stealing money from me. But it didn't even matter because I made so much money. Like all of my customers throughout the years in the rapport that I had was in there. Like I said, along with celebrities, and that was a really good night. They literally had to walk me to my car because I had so much money. So, um, after that. So you had made your prayer. You told God. What did you tell God? That I would stop dancing if I made the money that I needed for my house. Like, you know what I'm saying, to get into my house. And I made so much money. Like I said, I made so much money. Um, I got the house. And then... Wait, you you going too fast. First of all, you, you know, like, when you think you got, like, an STD and you tell God, like, all right, just right, I'm just never going to do this again. Like, please, like, just save me this <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we are like, uh, or even like if y'all like being pregnant or something, yeah. you just like listen, God, if it like ain't true. Please I promise, I'm gonna get my I, life. In order I promise, I'm gonna, gonna get it together. I'm, I'm, never, I'm <laughs> never doing it again. So this was one of those moments where right. you basically you prayed to God. You said, if I get the down payment, mm -hmm. I'm never gonna come back and dance. Right. And you got. The I got it, and I and got I got house. the house, and then I took my ass back to the club. <laughs> that that's so mm -hmm. I went back and I went from making like maybe two thousand a week to like two maybe three hundred a week. I couldn't make no money. It's like my regulars really weren't there. Then they when they were there, they wasn't like trying to dance me. It's like I was just sitting around. So I thought like 
I'll just leave this one and I'll go to another club. So I went to a couple other spots and um, I remember going to one spot and I remember like all those girls in that spot had, it's like you had to be light-skinned. Like I'm brown, I'm not light-skinned, but they like the guys would always say, you at the end of the spectrum, you almost didn't make the cut, which I thought was just cr- the craziest thing I ever that heard because, you know, being up. from the North, we don't care about color. Like, mm-hmm. but you come to the South, if you ain't, you could be red in a hot mess. Them niggas gonna I'm choose your you. ass. You be, I'd be like, I'm I look better. You. My body is even cuter. And you to chose this, this bitch. They still, they, they can have no edges. <laughs> they gonna choose them bitches. Mm-hmm. So I don't That's understand. Crazy. But, um, so I went to that this other club and they had this the light skin thing like bad. And I was I remember dancing for this dude and I remember this girl stopped dancing for her dude and came over and checked that nigga and said, Don't get fucked up. And this bitch pay this bitch. Cause she is not making no money up in here. She's not, she's not dancing for you. You gonna save that money for me. You need to pay this bitch right now. And I just remember just sitting in the back being like, I can't do this. Cause one of my other girlfriends, she was like, skin she had went over there. She was working cause she felt like the club that I was at, like, bitch, you own it. Like, I can't make no money here. They love you. So she went to that one. And so she was just like, stop worrying about that. I'm like, I'm standing around not making no money. And that's not like me I can't get nobody to dance me because these other bitches dance for other niggas and looking over there looking at them niggas like get fucked up and them niggas is like nah I'm good I'm good you know what I'm saying <laughs> right. like cause saving their money for them so needless to say I left that club but and then I went to I, I like walked out they told me if I left out I did two nights there and they told me if I left I had to pay a fee and I was like, fuck them, I'm never coming back. But that was a different permit. I had to get up for a whole nother county. Oh my God. Yeah, so I had to get, another, and then I got another permit. Well, that was, I could use that permit. The permit that I had at the one county worked only at that one club that I left. And then the permit that I had at that county worked at two, like the two clubs, the clubs that were on that county. So I went to this other club and um, I couldn't make no money. Like. I really couldn't make no I money. Keep making noises, y'all. I think it's that's not mine like too. I'm hungry. It's just like was that yours or mine? I, I don't think even it's know. mine. My stomach sounds funny. I'm gonna tell you what that is off the thing. Okay, so boom. <laughs> what? Not off the thing. So what did your mom say? Like you told me something that your mother said after you tried to go back. She was like, "What was your promise? Basically, didn't you make a promise to God?" And I was like. I did, but like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got my, I mean, how I'm gonna pay my bills. It's like, but at the same time, I'm I'm trying to figure out like how I'm gonna do this, how I'm gonna do that because like my daughter never repeated an outfit for like three or four months. Like I travel when I want to. We just have money all the time, um, but it still didn't matter. I mean, I had made that promise, and I was definitely. It took me like I would say it took me like a good two months to really realize like you girl let that shit go. Because here I have my cosmetology license and I'm I'm going to the salon, but I'm so focused on, you know, this money mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the money that my passion, you know, doing hair and stuff like that. Um, but when I went to the other club, I danced there and I made I was just making like maybe five hundred a week. I wasn't even making that much money. But I was only there because my other homegirl was there. And in that club is when I met my narc boyfriend. <laughs> You met your narc boyfriend there. So he was a regular at that. Well, he would pop in. But when I saw him, and I didn't even know who he was, immediately when I saw him, I was like, ooh, that's going to be my man. Because he was in the industry yeah. in, as well. Yes. So you was, oh, so you just knew. That's I knew crazy. that was going to be my man. I was like, mm, he going to be my man. And everybody's just looking at me like, bitch, she sound crazy back here. But I was like, he going to be my man. And so when I would go on the floor... Um, I will, I remember going up to him and being like, hey, what's up? And he's just like looking at his phone and acting like, like he looked up at me and he's just like, look, we're not going to do all that chit chat. And he's looking at his phone. He's like, um, you might as well get naked and dance. That's what you over here for. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I got naked. He's throwing money on me, but he never. He looked up a couple times, but the whole time he acted like he wasn't so pressed. Mm-hmm. He was just like always, you know, doing whatever he was doing in his phone. But every time he came in there, he was dancing me. And then we just kind of like at that at that particular time, um, that was like me. I kind of stopped dancing, so then I kind of like lost contact with him. And then we kind of like. So, I, oh, really? So, how did yeah. y'all even 
get back in contact because with Because another, another ex-boyfriend in the industry invited me out to an industry party. And then he was there, and I literally lost it with my sister. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to have him. And she's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, that's that dude. I'm like, I wonder if he remembers me, you know what I'm saying, from when I used to dance for him because it's been a couple years. And He remembered you? He couldn't remember me at first. And then I was like, I, I was I said I gotta get his number so um, my sister was like okay I'm gonna give him your number because the dude that invited us out I didn't want to be my ex I didn't want to be all like extra even though we weren't together I just felt like it for is respecting that's always with me mm-hmm. um, I don't want to be doing all that because he did invite us you know to his, his section at the little club but she gave him my number and then he had texted my phone but where we was like my phone wasn't you know getting it and. I went to the bathroom and this nigga followed me to the bathroom and was like, when I came out, he was like, did you get my text? And I was like, no way. He was like, put my name in your phone. But I just remember that moment. It was so intense. Like he was leaning up against the wall and I don't know, like I I just totally forgot where I was. I was leaning up on him. We was looking at each other's eyes. My heart was beating. That electricity was Mm. going. Like, my pussy was wet. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. So I was trying to get myself together. And he was like, he was just talking or whatever. And then he was like, where I know you from? And I was like, no, you don't know me. You know me from, like, a couple of my friends. I partied with you or whatever. He's like, nah, I know you from somewhere, but I don't know where I know you from. He was like, don't worry, I'm going to figure it out. So anyway, I probably was gone to the bathroom for, like, 20 minutes. And we was talking. But it was... It felt like it was just so right. And I was just thinking like, damn, what are the odds of me actually, you know, seeing him again? Mm -hmm. So when I got back to the section, I remember my ex being like, damn, did you have to shit? I was like, I was like, no, he was like, the the fuck fuck was you 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 doing doing back there? I was like, nigga, we are not together. What are you talking about? But when he saw that the guy that was going to become my boyfriend come back in the section, he just looked. So he went over there to him and was like asking him questions or whatever but I had already since I had already got his number I was like you know I was like let's go and then he was so my ex was like alright I'm gonna walk y'all out but you know the guy that was gonna become my boyfriend was like leaving too he was like told his brother come on let's go and he was like y'all good I'm like yeah we're good so he had texted my phone and he was like he couldn't sleep all night um, cause the next day we talked or whatever and we met to go to the movies and he was like I couldn't sleep and I was thinking I was thinking he said and then I, I realized where I knew you from and he was like you was motherfucking secret and I was like yes he was going, he said yeah he said let me tell you he was like your ex was over there saying uh, she got like five kids and she did she that I was like Wait, what? what I said he lied I don't, I don't even want nah, I'm crying at five kids he was like he was trying to check he said he was trying he asked me if I got your number I was like no he's like yo you don't want to fuck with her he was saying all kind of wow. stuff about you yeah, he because he did not want him to fuck with me Ooh, and, and when what's this person sign that was doing this the other the Leo the ex was a Leo not a Leo yeah. wow this why I don't like Leo yeah. I don't like Leo so they will throw you under the bus yeah <laughs> he was he was an August Leo he definitely was um he August was doing shit lying ass Leos yeah. mm-hmm. but it didn't matter so that um, it clearly didn't matter it didn't matter because we hit it and after it's like after he knew who I was because not I him coming like, to tell you yeah so he said yeah he told me and, and then after he knew who I was I was so happy like because I was like I now don't gotta lie like I was like I could just be me and he knows my background and I ain't even got you know it just felt like it was really comfortable That's Um a female trait for a guy to do that that's yeah. so corny. Right. Yeah. That's so corny. And not and he wasn't gonna judge me, so I felt really good about that. Mm-hmm. And um we just hit it off. So when did you know, like when did shit turn left? Like everything was cute in the beginning. It's always cute in the beginning. But Should we save it? You wanna save we could save I mean, it. It's we up got, to y'all. Do we, you want cause because we're supposed to talk about that. We we, we weren't. We yeah, have, but I, I just mean, I was just trying to say that's how I, like how I got to meet him. But mm-hmm. we but, have a little bit of time if you want to get into it and then come back. No, I wanted to say like I wanted to um, kind of go back to the dancing thing, like mm-hmm. and kind of just like kind of give some advice for the girls like out there. Like you know, I know I said the last time you don't make your bread and go, but like in that world for real, like if I could go back and talk to them, because I actually did go back to the club and I saw people that I danced with like years ago still in there and then oh when I it, it, when I went in the club because the DJ was still there I literally um, 
I felt so Imagine. overwhelmed. Like I almost wanted to cry, like immediately coming in the door. And I don't know if that's because I'm more in touch with my spirituality with me, but it felt so negative and heavy, like mm. it just dark. And I was just thinking like, damn, I used to be in here like four days a week, like for four years, they you know what I'm saying? sage in that motherfucker. Yeah, because it definitely was a heavy feeling. So I, when I went in there, I saw a couple of my customers for in real? there, like, Still what the hell? And I, that's crazy. Do you know how many years later that was? How many years later? I mean, well, no. I mean, later. Four years later, it's been about, I would say, like, about five years later. So it was five after years after me getting out of there. After you left. Yeah. So and they're still in there. Wow. And then, but Jeez. they were like, where I remember when I um, was with them, dancing with them, they were like thick and healthy and stuff like that. Now they saggy. And now they're like, you can tell they're on some type of drugs. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it looked really, it was just... They just like, I was, I was trying to figure out like, it was a lot of girls in there that made a lot of money, but they had a lot, they were working. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of owners. And I was just like, I don't understand how I couldn't like, them looking at me and being like, well, she does it sober. I don't know. I know everybody comes, so I, I just want to take them all in and be like, hey, look, look, you don't need no nigga to change. You can make your own money. You can control them, you know what I'm saying? And have your own money and get out of this. You don't got to stay in this. But I felt like a lot of those girls felt like that was their career. Like, what else do they have if they leave there? You know what I'm saying? And they're making that fast money, but they're not doing nothing with it. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with me, I'm making that fast money, but I'm cleaning up credit. You know, I'm buying. I bought me like two cars while I was there. I went from a like, a little small four-door, like, Sentra to, like, I got, like, an avalanche now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was back in the day. And um, Oh, you had a um, Sentra, too? I had, yeah. Remember my Sentra? A mess. <laughs> I hated Sentras. A mess. I know, but you know what um, my first car I had? Yeah, to... that was, like, yeah, that was, like, an upgrade for me from a key. I had a little small key at one point. And so I thought the Sentra was better. Like, I had Nissan. I had a hot mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all been there. But, yeah, so it's like, when I when I look, I, I just want to tell those girls, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You get your bodies done and stuff like that, but you don't really need, these dudes will manipulate you and think you need them to, like, manage your money. But if you just actually sit down and really look at, reevaluate your life and then look at your family's life. Like, I look at my mom. I, like, she kind of, she struggled with us. And I was like, I'm not trying to do that. Like, I feel like she made, she didn't really, she made moves the best way she knew how. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, I'm making moves that's going to benefit my child. Mm-hmm. You know, not, I'm a, I, was, I always say, like I'd always say to her, like I'm going to do to my daughter, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure you have, like you never going without. Whereas I feel like with my mom, you know, she had us, she didn't, she wasn't, she didn't know. Like, if she really knew she would have done, I feel like she would have did better, but she only knew that little bit. So I feel like with those girls in the club, if they could just sit down and be like, you know what, I don't want to be like that. Like, I want to be even better than this. Like, how many years I've been here? Have you been in there 20 plus years? You know what I'm saying? You definitely need 20 to. 20 years is crazy. 20 years is crazy. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> need to be out of that. You, you're still in there now. Now you're considered old and... And washed up. And washed up. And you on day shift tricking because you was not making no money at night. You need to be completely out of there. I remember my first time in a strip club. It was this old lady. She clearly had got her body done. This was like when it first started getting trendy. And she would try to like dance with the niggas and they would be like, no, thank you. Yeah, and I we I mean at the time me, at, at the time me and my <laughs> friends were laughing like oh my god like but that's crazy to think like she's trying to pay her bills she's trying to dance and but she's on the wrong her, shift no day shift is for the older ones that's what I would see when I was in there that's why I knew I couldn't fit on day shift because them old chicks <laughs> they turning tricks because they know if they come on the night shift them they, them young boys is not they yeah. not trying to, they like oh hey, one no. finger you know how you shake this is to uh, the um the it, listeners where you sh- put your one finger up and you shake it side to side like no like mm-hmm. imagine um yeah somebody telling your ass no no you thinking you about to make some money you got bills to pay I don't know how you thought that though <sighs> that's crazy yeah. So, so oh, also, <laughs> and then at the time, me and my friends were laughing, but it's like this lady is a grown woman who knows what shit she got going on bills she got to pay. She can't even pay her bills. She doesn't even know that she could use her brain to make this kind of money. She doesn't even this. I don't know. That's why I keep saying like when I look at them, I'm like maybe I should have like a program. 
you a program for these bitches. You don't need these niggas to tell you. And then you need to have a strategy and a plan. And that's what I can honestly say the director gave me, which I had direction anyway, but gave me really good insight. And then I had met a lot of people that gave me like the Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich book. I had a dude actually come in there. He used to come dance me all the time. And then he would be like, don't rush. He told me straight up, stop rushing back out here when you get off the stage because there's money in the club. And them girls was like, there's money in the club. And they don't wash their ass. You know what I'm saying? Which... I would wash. Of course, I would go in there and you whole bath in the sink, right? And change your outfits. But he would say, take the time. And, and that's something I would do. So I would, you know, change my outfit, wash up or whatever the case may be. But he was like, love on your money. Like, take the time and organize your money. Don't just throw it in a bag and put it in your locker. Lock it I was going to ask you. And so when you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. With that. I would take the time to organize my ones and everything, and then I would clip it, you know, put it in the rubber band, put it down in my boot or whatever, and I would go out there. And when they had rushed back out there, the girls that rushed back out there, I would see them sitting around, not getting danced, and I would come out there, and as soon as I came out there, a nigga would be like, hey, you, come here. And I'm over there get, making my money because of me loving my money and taking the time with it. It's like more money came to me. Mm. Mm. Speak on it. You better preach. So I was going to say, when you were actually dancing, how did you collect the money? Because the old lady, she had a purse. So she would be in her her outfit and then she would have her bag, like a, the purse yeah. that you wear. She would have that. I just thought, I don't I don't like how that looks. I don't do, I didn't do purses and I didn't put it on my garter because dudes would could yank it off your garter. Yeah. I always wore, I like to wear boots, so I'm known oh, for the boots. Just... So I would stick it down and my boots would come up to my thigh. I would stick it down thigh high my boots. boots. And the rubber band, but I was, and you know, they'd be in separate, like in little things. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get a big wad and wrap it and put it in. Okay. Yeah. I, so. I, okay, that was just a little. So I was thinking about how, because I remember when Cardi B had first came out and everybody kept talking about, oh my God, you was a stripper, you was a stripper. They were just, everybody was just like, nobody was taking her serious at first, but then it was like, we had to take her serious. And one of her mm-hmm. things that she was saying was from when she was in a club, she had a plan. Yeah. Like she probably was in the club for I don't remember how long she was saying it for but she said she had a plan she ended up on Love and Hip Hop and she ended up you know went on from there but just like how you said earlier like you really gotta have like even not even just the club anything that you're doing you got a regular job you really need a plan to like how we not sitting here forever it's no way we gonna sit sit up in here for 10 years or when like how you said you went back five years later and it was the same (laughs) people like that's crazy I saw this video recently that um, said about like basically how Cardi B started. Mm-hmm. She was stripping for Fab, and she was also being flown out to dance for the Migos, like being in mad different videos and stuff. Look like at that, that so, full circle. Can you imagine like you know now she's with Offset, married to him yeah. and everything. So like when you put yourself out there, you get a nigga. The doors open. Well, more than just a oh. nigga, but um, yeah, you can get a husband. Like a couple of them girls got married, but I was gonna say like with that, like you said, yeah. They don't, when I would talk to them, they didn't have a plan. They was just dancing. They weren't even thinking, like, I had to feed my kids. And it's like, and then they Which is understandable, but. Having babies. That's another thing. Oh, yeah, shit. You, gotta you, you gotta be smart. And then they used to always. fucking up your money. If you pregnant. Yeah. I did hear about pregnant strippers. That's another thing. But they just, yeah, have a baby. And then I see them in like three, but gonna three be or in four weeks back in. They still got the little pooch from it. And they dance. And, I'm like, <laughs> and then uh, they gotta feed the baby. So they gotta come back right away. Oh my God! It's just really like you said. It's about being smart. It's, it's about being smart. Using your brain power to figure out like there's nothing wrong with being in a club, but you can't sit there forever. That's just not one of those things that you could do that with. And I get like you said that they feel like that's all they have. Mm-hmm. But well, that's all. That's all they're manifesting for themselves. Like the world is big. That's one thing I learned. Like it's it's big. And just like I might say, you might have a pimp in there that has girls working. He's manifesting that. Like mm-hmm. whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, he's like, I ain't working. These bitches gonna work for me. They gonna bring this money and he's getting it. And he's using his brain and manifesting how he wants to be, right? But them girls are like, they're just, I guess they're manifesting. I just want to do to take care of me. But you, he's not even taking care of you, even though he might provide the car to drive you to work and the house. Most of them girls that I saw that, that were together with one dude, he was taking them to Rainbow for outfits. Like, <laughs> they was getting homemade hairstyles. They weren't even like, I was looking like, what? Like, you making all this money and he's coming in there collect and then he's turned around with the money that you just did whatever you needed to do in VIP or worked for and dancing a bad bitch with your money mm-hmm. and dancing her for a long time and then turn around and paying her the money you just gave him and you need to definitely replace that. Like, I just felt like, that was like so dumb. Right. Wow. So. Wow. Well, I definitely appreciate you for coming in. Thank you for having me. I have another question. Mm-hmm. 
before we go. Do you have any more questions? Um, no. So, I want to make fun of both of y'all because I called you before we got here, <laughs> and she answered the phone like, "Hello." <laughs> I'm like, "Hello." She like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What you doing?" She like, "Um." What what you say? I don't know what you say you was doing, but you was trying to sound you was trying to sound like you wasn't laying down, but I knew you was laying down. And I'm like, this girl is an hour away from my, from the studio. I'm like, I hope she's gonna be on time. An hour? Not an hour. It's if twenty eight minutes. It's twenty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like forty minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. This I'm traffic done. is annoying as fuck. It so is. then, the <laughs> and it's raining though. It's raining. And it's raining. You and know these motherfuckers does take a little longer. Are driving like you don't have nowhere to be. They yeah. don't. Everybody's working from home, and you know what everybody's doing? Going to Starbucks and. Sipping coffee with their laptops. Bro, y'all don't got nowhere to fucking be. First of all, I have things to do. I left my notebook with all my notes. If we don't have notes, we don't have a fucking show. <laughs> then I had to turn my ass around. It was already traffic. The people, it's like no, no, so nobody right, got nowhere chose, to be. You chose lunchtime. You know everybody out on oh, lunch. I just, and that's I thought true. about that. I know, but any earlier, because it was already a lot for us to wake up to be here for this Ooh. time. I mean, I could do er- right. <laughs> I was gonna say, but you know what? If you did come early, it'd be a lot more traffic, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's Atlanta. It's nothing we could really do. It's a mess. But I was annoyed that people were driving. Like, I'm like nowhere. Got nobody got nowhere to be. Also, you called me mm-hmm. and you was like, hello, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I had just woke up. I was like, let me jump. In I w- the and I wasn't saying anything because I wanted to see if you was about to cancel. Because you was like, yeah. Um, I was. Mm. You was about to cancel? No. If you said oh. I'm videotaping it. I- no, we we not we doing audio today. It's too much going on. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, um, I'm not gonna make it. Well, this is our last episode for the year, and um, so the next weeks we're gonna chill out. We'll see y'all in 2023. We'll see y'all in 20. We'll see y'all in 2023. <laughs> um, but we do want to work on our visuals because we want to give y'all not just an audio experience. We want to give y'all a visual experience. I want y'all mm-hmm. to see my facial expressions. I want y'all to see Tony's facial expressions. The guest, whoever it may, but also too, I want us to peel back on the guest because I want us to actually work on the infrastructure of the show with just me and Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. I want us to not depend on the guest. Like if they're here, it's cool. But that's something we got to work on. Podcasting is new for me. It's new. For for her, you know what I mean? But um, needless to say, I have one more thing before we go. I'm watching this I'm watching this thing on um Netflix. Oh, you should watch it so we could talk about it. Have y'all heard of this white girl? Her name is Anna Delvey. Okay, y'all both quiet. Y'all didn't hear of her. Okay, boom. She's she's scammed. She's from Germany. She came here and acted as a socialite, like she was some rich girl and scammed like hotels and trust people with trust funds and all this of millions of dollars she scammed them on millions of dollars she finessed them she ended up ends up going to jail mm. but everybody's confused because everybody keeps saying she's not pretty how the fuck did she finesse them out of all of this money it's millions of dollars she finessed them out of the show is so fucking good one of the episodes she has a she gets kicked out of the hotel because she couldn't pay for the hotel she has nowhere to stay she has a trainer behind the trainer a cool like have a personal relationship and she comes to the trainer's house but at this point the trainer is fed up with her shit she goes to the trainer's house because she needs somewhere to stay but the trainer is is where her man getting some dick that night Cassie, I want to know. With whose man? With her man? Her own man. So the trainer's fucking her man. The trainer's fucking her own man, but she <laughs> she's coming to the trainer's house while she's getting some dick. So that's like me coming to your house or a client of yours coming to your house like, hey, I need somewhere to stay while your nigga is there and, you're, and y'all are having an intimate moment. What would you do? We were already, we were in the act. You were in the act. And, and she rung is, the doorbell? She rung, the, well, she was downstairs. It was like a building. So okay, she was so downstairs. she's calling And they downstairs. called, the concierge called her, is that what it's called? Concierge? Yeah. Concierge. Called her like such and such down here. She's screaming and crying. What would you do? If you're, because they're cool. They're friends at this point. They're beyond client and, and um. so what, what do you do? You know what's crazy? I heard a story recently. I think this happened like two, three days ago. This guy <laughs> got caught cheating with a girl. His girlfriend came home and she's pregnant. Right? <gasps> he's, he's literally in the bed with a girl. But I'm not sure like if there was an argument that transpired between them. But the guy ended up throwing the girl out the window. The Which pregnant one? girl? The one that he was with. The one that Why? He threw her out the window, and I guess he just didn't want for his girl to see or whatever the case may be. Well, she really gonna see if but you fucking she, throw her out she, the did window. Did she die? Yeah, she died. 
She he threw her from the fifth floor of the building. So now you're not just in trouble with your girl. Now your you're whole not life gonna even, is, you're not even gonna see the baby. Ten, 10 minutes, maybe fifteen minutes later, he goes outside. He checks on her. He just looked, and then he went back inside. <gasps> is this in Atlanta? I, I think so. Honestly, I think I, so. I just seen this recently. He, mm-hmm. She asks off the mic, "Is he black?" <laughs> <laughs> He's black. You, you, I he's black that sounds like some. That sounds like some white stuff, though. I feel like white people don't be. You think white people be cheating? I don't think they would throw somebody out the window, though. I think they smart. Oh, uh, they gonna think. I mean, she. He could have just hit. I don't she, think. Not saying black people stupid. No, I don't. <laughs> I just. I, I'm. I don't, I don't think know. white men are that scared of their wives to do some shit like that. Yeah, they would. They, I don't know. The white women don't be like. They're not scared. I of wasn't them. expecting you to say that though. They're out the window. window. So me. For, with, with the situation okay right back to the situation what would you do if you're yeah mm-hmm. so if my friend was fucking my nigga basically no okay did I tell a story no. wrong you said you said you made it seem like the dude was having sex with another dude what that's what it sounded like to me you said the, the trainer the okay, trainer so was the having trainer sex with, was having sex with, with her, her boyfriend and the the trainer's man. a girl <laughs> yeah, it's a trainer. Yeah, that's what we need I to know. know. Oh, the trainer's a girl. Oh, oh my god! Because I was thinking the trainer was a dude. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was two guys. dudes. I gotta edit this. This is fucking yeah. Crazy. No, leave it because this is cute. Because we was all confused. Yeah. Okay, so the trainer is a, is a lady. Yeah. She's with her man. That's why I was saying, what would you do? Oh. She's with her man. The Anna, which is her oh, client, she's not coming in. It's her client, but they're cool. They're past client, whatever. They're cool now. She's downstairs screaming and crying. The concierge called her Anna's down here, whatever, whatever, whatever. What would you do in that situation? Would you kick your man out and t- and for her to sleep in? Would you keep getting a dick and just tell her to sleep on the couch? Like, what would you do? Keep getting the dick and tell her. To sleep. Just sleep on the couch and turn the TV up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. I mean, she if she's calling me screaming and crying and I know like her man's there. No. Oh god, you're still confused. Because you're saying the concierge called me from downstairs and said this girl wants to come up. Right. And she's screaming and crying. Right. And I know that that's her. That's the girl the girl's man I'm fucking. No, no. I don't know why you keep saying that part. Cuz Cause I'm confused. Cause that's what you keep who's, saying. Who's, who's fucking who's who? Betraying who? I said she was fucking her own man. Her own man. You keep making oh, it seem like it's that bitch at downstairs okay. crying man. No. I oh, said she's her fucking own her own man. man. Yeah, I would so probably. She's crying because she feels a type of way about another situation. Or she has her own stuff going on. You know those friends that is yeah, always so if something. Yeah. She came to my house crying. <laughs> but no. But if she did, you know, because I, I, because I'm very like caring like that, have empathy like that. I would probably stop and be like, baby, we can finish this later. Like I do. I really need. She's one of my good clients like I need to check on her and that make sure she's good I think that might have happened to me before actually not like somebody coming to my house but like when I had a friend that called me and she really needed to talk mm-hmm. really bad and it was like right while you was, was in the act in the midst of the moment and you stopped and I'm just like well actually no I didn't stop because <laughs> right because she called me once I didn't answer called me like two more times after that I'm like alright this must be something serious so let me answer <laughs> That's when you know. That's when everything stopped. Cause you know, like I'm empathetic like that too. To but I like, think okay, like I'm gonna take time and listen to you. But at the same time, baby, you gotta hurry this up. But you don't think like <laughs> so when she called you, like if that happened to me, wouldn't that take you out the mood once you get hear that call? Like you still couldn't go back to being how you just were. I feel like your whole energy with it would be he'd be like, what's all? What's what's going on? Like because now you ain't into it no more. Because <laughs> right. you're gonna be like, oh, I, I can't. You can't do nothing right now. But then you're gonna feel like for me, I know I'm gonna feel bad and be like. All right, so the energy we just had is gone. I'm going to feel bad, but I don't think I'm going to ever lose the energy because, okay, like, I really, like, I'm the type of person, sometimes I make other people's problems my problems, mm-hmm. and that's where that comes from, when you, like, when it ruins your mood, in a sense. So I'm, like, breaking out of that at okay. this point. So, like, now I'm just like, all right, bitch, um, that's not my problem. It's really your problem, but, like, you know, I'm not going to allow this this issue right here to affect what I got going on. Because the reality of it is, I'm not in the situation. Right. Right. But you don't think, like, I don't know, I'll be thinking, like, well, if I was in that situation and I call her, I would want her to be like, okay, come up. And I'll be like, hold on, girl, give me, like, you got to give me, like, a good hour, and then I'm going to get back with you. Like, I would. An hour? Yeah. 
wait. I, I was about to say five minutes, but I was like, we wouldn't be finishing five minutes. Like an hour. Yeah. Give me like a good hour, boo. You when do I finish not my be booth. fucking for an hour. Yeah, I don't. I like quick keys anyway. That's what I'm saying. I, like I would say like 15. No, I don't like no long, drawn out shit. for an hour? Like, I like a good like 30 I, I, minutes. I like some rounds. All right, rounds. I mean, you could get rounds, but I think like I the session, it. for a session, I like 30. I never heard nobody fuck for an hour straight unless they were like on some drugs. And Yeah. Drug sex. I can tell you about that Drunk? Are you drunk? Drunk? I feel like I feel like drunk, you just keep going. Really? I never I had tell, I mean I never had drunk sex. If well if what? someone not drunk, but if someone puts something in your drink like with me and that you don't know <gasps> it's somebody, a different it's it's a different it's you be like, How long have we been fucking? And then you just a lot of stuff like a lot, a lot of stuff like where you would take the time and be like, No, you gotta Oh don't do that, they can hear it. Oh sorry. Mm. You gotta put the condom on. And it's, you just roar, you just when well, you finally realize it. what's going on, you're like, oh shit! Like I didn't even do it, but that's when that's if somebody put something in your drink. So somebody put a roofie, yeah, in your drink. Mm-hmm. Were they white? Black, of course. Black people. Yeah. A black guy, I a couple. Was... <gasps> <laughs> we can talk about that another day. Okay, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was cute. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could do this for like hours and hours. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but um, we got to wrap it up. We've been here. They're probably going to come get us or something. I don't know. Because we've been here. I saw we, them look. They look? I can see. Because, you know, I'm looking this way. Oh, shit. I saw them walk by. The guys that were in here earlier. Okay. So we like, got to go, y'all. And let's say, they work here? Yeah, they work here. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they look all right. Well, we got to go, y'all. Um, Is there anything y'all want to plug before we uh, go? I want to say shout out to the, what, what are their names? The ones that came in here? Oh, I don't know. Engineers. Let's call Engineer. them engineers. Shout yes. out to the engineers. They're cute. They got these Engineer. mics working better. Y'all can hear your girl now. Yeah, my girl was <laughs> sounding like Minnie Mouse over there for a little bit. Um, but yeah, they came and helped us out. Are these any of these buttons working? Oh, shit. Oh. What the fuck? That's like the cricket. Yeah, that's like crickets. Well, he said you, you, cause you said you was going to test it out, but you didn't. It's not stopping. Oh my God, playtime is over. I can't even get it to stop. So, <laughs> that was a mess. Yo, we gotta go. And I don't know what the fuck is going on, but look, also, I did wanna say so, do you have anything you wanna plug? Um, okay well I did want to say follow me on Instagram K-I-R-Q-U-E-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N motherfucking O oh and follow me on Twitter at the KV show underscore and um yeah that's all we have for today playtime is over bitches <laughs>